You are the faithful one. So we bless you. We honor you and we glorify you. And so in this place tonight, just speak to us, Lord. Just move by your spirit. Move by your power. Let your love and your anointing just be poured out over us. We bless you today. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. As we just continue to worship and praise God tonight, I just wanted this to release everything and this come before him. And this let him know, let your father know what is what he means to you. Amen. Even in our worship. Oh. 
through the 2000s, it almost felt like knowledge was doubling itself. That means knowledge was increasing at a rate almost double itself in 80, every 18 months. Sometimes uh, recent of late, because of technology and because of the advancements of technology, uh, we they're finding that this time frame of 18 months is even more reduced. That means what it meant that all of mankind's knowledge that was accumulated over thousands of years is almost doubled in 18 months. Mm -hmm. If you think about the magnitude of that, mm -hmm. and if you look at the thousands of years of man's ex existence, man's experience, man's exposure, theories and developments and research developments, it seems like 18 months is a short time for knowledge to double itself. So if you're looking at it now, they're saying it's even shorter. It's coming to 15 and 12 months. And so we're finding because of, uh, of internet, because of access on, uh, you know, you, you could go to the old gogo that is sitting in the line ready to collect a sasa that can also access the internet on a phone. Amen. And you can have access, you can talk to family uh, anywhere in the world today just on your cell phone. You can do your banking on the cell phone. You can, you, you know, some of you know what it is to send WhatsApp messages and, uh, and, and, and communicate. So there's a lot of information. You're bombarded with information. We're really living in an information overload era. Yeah. Amen. Um, but in all of this, there's an acceleration that comes into the kingdom by the grace of God that outweighs all of this. And I want you to, to see this. Uh, I'm going to read two portions of scripture and uh, Psalms chapter 100 verses 1 to 5 where it speaks about appreciation. And one of the things that we have found that we have lost in the years is a sense of appreciation. A, 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 a sense of gratefulness. Amen. Gratefulness for sometimes the sacrifices that others have made for us to be in the position that we're in. Um, ungratefulness for what has been done for us even when we couldn't do it for ourselves. Amen. There's a spirit of entitlement. There's a spirit of selfishness. There's a spirit of it's expected. And this is not only just in the world but this is also even in the church, where we would get believers that would sit in and expect to be fed. But there's no appreciation for the food. Amen? And so, I, you know, I can talk to you a little bit more about it, but there are some things that I think is very, very close to coming to that place where we appreciate what we have, what is given to us, not only materially in relationships, in families, uh, out of our relationships. And learn how to appreciate people in your relationships. Don't be in a relationship just for what you can get. Be in a relationship for so that it will be mutual, where people can grow out of it. But here we, we, we see in Psalms chapter 100, verses 1, one to 5, it says, uh, Shout for joy, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before Him with joyful songs. Know that He is God. He made us and we are his. We are his people, sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. 
Give thanks to his to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures and his faithfulness continues through all generations. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So we understand that as David writes this, he's, this is a psalm that expresses his gratefulness towards God. And he expresses it in a form of a praise to God. He thanks God for who he is. So he goes and he says, shout to God, worship him, uh, you know, make joyful sounds to him. And then he acknowledges that I did not make myself. Amen. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we have this attitude that I'm self-made. This that everything that all where I am is as a result of who I am and what I have done. But there is the sovereign hand of God at work in our lives. Amen. 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 That means there's grace that is seen, the unmerited favor of God that is interwoven into the human existence and into our human lives that begins to express the grace of God. So, so the first place we have to come is giving thanks. And so he says, I enter his gates with thanksgiving, his courts with praise. I, I give thanks to his name for the Lord is good and his faithfulness yeah. to all generations. I want us to understand, let us be a people that are grateful. Yes. Amen. That means I don't deserve it. And even when I didn't deserve it, he still did it for Amen. me. Even when I didn't earn it, yeah. he still yeah. rewarded me yeah. and he still showed his loving kindness. Yeah. The Bible says, whilst we're yet sinners, Christ Jesus yes. died for us. Amen. Amen. So we understand this. So, so appreciation is important if you're going to, going to get acceleration in your life. If you, if you cannot thank him, then you are not worthy of the next blessing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Because sometimes in our hearts, we feel like God has to do it. Mm -hmm. It's almost like sometimes like our, how our natural children mm -hmm. sometimes treat their parents. Yeah. Not all the time, but sometimes they treat their parents in a way where they feel that their parents are expected to do something. Mm -hmm. and, and you know how you feel when your child expects you to yeah. do something. Yeah but feels like you should not expect anything from them in return. Yeah. You know how that feels? Yeah. I mean, every parent to some extent, one way or the other, will, would have felt that feeling. Imagine God in his dealing with you. How much of appreciation do you show for what he has done in your life? Amen. So we want you to understand that appreciation is an important part to gain acceleration in your life. Let's go to, to Amos chapter 9, verses 11. And the Bible says, And in that day I will restore David's fallen shelter. I will repair its broken walls. I will restore its ruins. I will rebuild it as it used to be. And so that it may possess the remnant of Edom. And all the nations shall bear my name, declares the Lord. Who will do these things? The days are coming, declares the Lord, when the reaper will be overtaken by the plowman and the planter by the one that is treading grapes. New wine will drip from the mountains and flow from the hills. I will bring my people, Israel, back from exile. I will rebuild the ruined cities and, and live in them. 
and they will plant vineyards and bring their wine. They will make gardens and eat their fruit. They will plant, I will plant Israel in their own land and never again to be uprooted from the land that I have given them, saith the Lord. Amen. So here we see that there's a season that is coming where the plowman will overtake the reaper. That means when we talk about acceleration, we, we saying that means you you it, it's almost as if there is a plowing and a reaping that is taking place almost instantaneously. It's almost as you plow the field. Now remember, plowing is almost the first step yeah. in a farming process. There is still the the sowing of the seed. There's still the germinating of the seed before you. There is a time of reaping. But the Bible says the plowman will overtake the reaper. That means saying that there will be such an, uh, an overlap mm -hmm. between your sowing and your reaping yes. yeah. to the point where there is no distinction mm -hmm. in time. God is going to accelerate it. It almost feels like a few steps have been stopped along the way. Mm -hmm. Some of you are coming into that season where you are going to begin to see God beginning to accelerate purposes in your life and accelerate harvest in your life. Amen. I, I, I want to live in that in that dimension of acceleration. I want to live in that dimension where I begin to see the hand of the Lord. And the Bible says, it says, and the new wine will drip on the mountains and flow on the hills. That means he's saying there's such a, a vast blessing, there's such a vast overflow of the grace of God that it even drips from the mountains. Amen. That means there is something that God is beginning to show up. And in that time, God is saying, when I do this, not only are you going to rebuild the cities, not only am I going to restore, and he's speaking to Israel, but he's also speaking to us. The, the, the spiritual Israel, God is speaking to us, and he's saying to us that, 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 that not only is he repairing the house and repairing the fields, but he's saying, once again, you're not only going to build houses, but you're going to live in it. He says, you're not only going to plant fields, but you're going to eat the fruit thereof. Amen. He says, you're not going to be uprooted again. And he says, he's restoring the glory. He says that, that which was, was initially, initially built, by, by David, the temple that was built, he says, I'm restoring it to its former glory. Amen. 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 But here we see that God appreciates an attitude of praise. Yes. Yeah. Amen. Amen. That means anyone that wants to accept or that will accelerate must first raise a tabernacle of praise yeah. to the Lord. Amen. That means when you are, uh, when you are able to praise God, then you are, you are ready to possess what God can entrust to you. Amen. So this is what God begins to do in the life of, of David. But I want you to come in this place and I want to share with you what do I mean by acceleration and what do I mean by appreciation. Because we have to understand it. Because if, we, if I say acceleration, many of us will have different versions of it. Now, firstly, Acceleration is the divine ability to achieve great things in a short period of time. That means, there was an old song that you used, used to sing and it says, count the years as months, count the months as weeks, count the weeks as days, any day now. 
Amen. But it spoke about there was a, 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 an acceleration of time. And a lot of prophetic words will, will lean towards the, us, the understanding that as we come closer to the return of the Lord Jesus Christ, there's going to be an acceleration of the purposes of God. Amen. Amen. So when I speak about acceleration, it's not just a buzzword that I want to use just to get you excited and get you, uh, but I want you to understand it within the timelines of, of the heavens, how God is going to begin to accelerate. If knowledge in the natural is doubling and accelerating, how much more should the kingdom of God be accelerating in this hour? That means even the purpose, kingdom purposes, is accelerating in this hour. So God is saying, so the first thing we need to understand, acceleration is the divine ability. It's not a natural ability. Yeah. It's a divine enablement. Enablement, amen? God showing up in, the, in, in a human, in, in us, working through us human flesh and beginning to achieve greater things. Acceleration is supernatural speed as opposed to the natural speed. Amen? Now, uh, some of us don't move as fast as we used to move. Amen? We need divine acceleration. Amen? Come on. You need divine acceleration. Amen? You, you need to be able to, to do this. And the Bible says it's a kind of speed. This is what God is equating it. It's a kind of speed which made Elijah outrun the chariots of Ahab. So when I talk to you about divine acceleration, I'm talking to you about the ability. The Bible says that if we fail to, to, to do the work that we are currently doing, how can we run with horses? Yes. Yeah. I'm talking about an ability where God graced Elijah so much so that Elijah gives a word to Ahab and he says, go ahead of, of me into the city. And yet he arrives in the city on foot. Yes before even Ahab's yeah. chariots. Yeah. Yeah. I want you to understand, the king didn't have a poor vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. He, had, he had the best chariot, yes. best horses, yeah. and yet Elijah was able to outrun him. Yeah. I'm here to say to you, you are outrunning the, the, the world. You're outrunning the, the, the purposes and the, and the devices of the world. That I believe that the church is coming into a place that will be in accelerated form. Yeah. We will be able, in accelerated speed, we will be able to uh, pursue, we will be able to overtake those things, that, and we will be able to chase them down. Amen? Amen? I'm here to say to you today that acceleration is possible with God. Yes. Acceleration is impossible without appreciation. Yes. Because you cannot want to be accelerated but you do not have an appreciative heart. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. You don't have a heart after God yeah. or after the things of God. You only want to get what you want to get for yourself. Mm -hmm. As long as it's a, it's a means to an end, it's okay. Mm -hmm. That means uh, whatever I do, I deserve something back. Mm -hmm. If I pray, then I expect yeah. certain things yeah. back. If, if, if I serve God, I'm, I'm serving Him with an agenda that this area of my life is going to take care of. Yeah. Amen. Th this is something that is important. We need to understand. Sometimes, even in the church, works. Yeah. Uh -huh. The things that we do, our good deeds, 
we sometimes do it with a manipulative spirit. We do it with a spirit expecting something in return. When last have you done something for God in appreciation of who he is? Yes, amen. And not for what he can give you. Yeah. Amen. amen. Appreciation, firstly, is an act of gratefulness when I acknowledge that God has been faithful to me. Yes. Amen. It is being thankful for the favor I've received, for the unmerited grace that I've received, for the divine interventions of God yes. in my life. It's been thankful for the many miracles that God has done, whether seen or unseen. Yes. It is a show of gratitude yes. and say, Lord, you know, like when we sing the song, great is your faithfulness, yes. Lord. Mm -hmm. Amen. All that I have need of your hand has provided. Great is your faithfulness. Appreciation brings multiplication. Excitement is important. Amen. When we come to the place where we are appreciative, we are preparing our, ourselves for, the, for our blessings to manifest even in our lives. But this is important. We have to be people that appreciate. So we understand. Appreciation means I show my gratefulness, my thankfulness to God for his interventions, for his presence, for his power and work in my life, for him showing up on my behalf, for, for his protection, for his covering for his grace, for his, just for wisdom, for favor, for knowledge. Oh, and, and it's endless yeah. what I can be grateful to God. Yeah. Some of us, we can be grateful to God that we can still move our bodies. Yeah. We can be grateful to God we've got all of our limbs and all of our faculties. Yeah. Amen. We can be grateful to God that we can be here. Yes. Yeah. Amen. 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 So there's so much. But why do people lack appreciation? Why do people still have a spirit of ungratefulness? Mm. Amen? Mm. The Bible says in Deuteronomy 28, they speak about how the people complain. The people, it speaks about how people are ungrateful. It shows that you do not want to we, we, in, in the Bible says you, you, it shows us if we, if we do not want to be in pain or we don't want to be naked or we don't want to be hungry or thirsty, we must praise God over memory. Yeah. Ungratefulness is seen in our memory. Yeah. What is memory? Complaining. Complaining. Yeah. Speaking against God. Yeah. You know, oh, my life is like yeah. that. So yeah. Why am I living so hard? Yeah. I'm a child of God, but why? This is, it would have been rather better of being in the world. You know, remember? Yeah. Amen? Sometimes that shows ungratefulness to, towards God. And one of the greatest achievements of the enemy in our lives is to make us unappreciative of the things of God. It robs us of our blessings from the Lord. It brings and it starts to reduce the magnitude of God's intervention in our lives to something that is, well, this is happening to anybody. Why should I be grateful for it? It's almost as if I deserve it. Amen? People lack 
the ability to appreciate because sometimes when they pray when they ask there's a delay in the answer for their desires and when there's delayed desires and delayed answers many people become hasty many people become rebellious many people become uncertain many people become confused many people walk away from the grace of god we must remember that appreciation speeds up whatever we're asking from god sometimes god delays some desires because he has something else in mind amen sometimes we we think this is the answer yet god has got a different answer for us amen remember that delay is sorry is not a denial delay is not a denial amen we have to catch ourselves any time we express an ungrateful spirit one of the spirits of the end times is people the bible says are ungrateful people people that walk away people that leave people that deny they 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 know the power of god but they deny the power there we 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 see the hand of god we see the grace of god but we we come to the place where we don't acknowledge who he is Amen. This person sets himself up for a season of dryness. Yes. Yeah. Amen. In the season of acceleration, I decree and I declare over your life that the the spirit of ungratefulness is broken off your life. Yeah. That means we will never show ungratefulness. But in this, sometimes the lack of appreciation comes because we forget the goodness of God. Yeah. We fail to remember the things that God has done for us. You know one of the thing is uh, I think it was uh, one of the bishops wrote a book and he speaks about those that forget. Amen. And uh, Dagu and Mills he wrote a book he says uh, those that forget. And he spoke about he speaks about Judas. How Judas forgot the hand of God at work in his life. And sometimes when we forget the goodness of God, we get to the place where we carry a spirit of Judas inside of us. You know, there are some people uh, I've seen this over the years in ministry. Sometimes the people you invest most of your time, most of your energy often turn their backs against the, mm-hmm. the Lord or the faith or even the church. There's a spirit of forgetfulness. People forget. May you never forget. Amen. Yeah. That's why Jesus when he when he comes to the table of the Lord, he says, do this in remembrance yes. of me. The communion at the table brings to remembrance the goodness and the faithfulness of Whenever you are in doubt, whenever you are when your faith is challenged, bring to remembrance. Don't forget the goodness of the Lord. That's why the Bible says, "Taste of me yes. and see that I am good." Yes. Amen. So may, may we never be a kind of people that forget. Don't forget the the kindnesses and the good uh, and the good deeds that were done for you, yeah. for others, yes. by brothers and sisters, yeah. even in the faith. We can talk about the Lord, but it's also 
We must remember the kindnesses that were shown to you. And in turn, show kindness. Amen? Because when kindnesses are shown to you, you should in turn be, be not only a recipient of it, but you should be a custodian. Yes, that means amen. you should be one that shows kindness, shows love, shows, amen? The, that means we, may, we must never be a church that forgets. But sometimes we lack appreciation out of ignorance. He says, in Isaiah 4, 6, he says, my people perish because of lack of knowledge. If you don't know the power of something, you fail to know the kind of impact it can make in your life. Never ignore what, what appreciating God can do for you. Don't walk in ignorance. For many of us, ignorance is not an excuse. God has made his love known to us. God has made his grace seen in our lives. But then sometimes the lack of appreciation comes because we try to compare ourselves with our neighbors. Mm -hmm. The lack of wisdom causes us to compare ourselves with somebody else and believe that God has blessed them and God is giving us the short end of the stick. So we don't have an appreciation this is it. It comes from a covetous spirit. It comes from an envious spirit. It comes from a spirit when, you know, when you see somebody else having something better than you, check your heart when you respond. If you can't be happy for that person, or the next thought that comes into your mind is, when is something better going to happen for me? Then you're dealing with a virtuous yeah. spirit. Mm -hmm. You're dealing with an envious spirit. This is where the Lord asks us, guard our hearts. Mm -hmm. For out of it flows the issues of life. If you want to really get to know yourself, hold up a mirror before yourself when you respond to people and to respond to things. When, 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 some, when something good is happening for somebody else, you, you, you can't be happy for them up until something better has happened for you. Then you've got a challenge. If we want to get to that place yeah. where we say, Lord, I'm free from this. Yeah. I can celebrate with those that celebrate. Yes. Even if it is something better, something that I may have desired and somebody else has, yeah. has achieved it before me, I can celebrate yes. with that. Because this is my brother, this is my sister. Yes. We, we, we are together in the kingdom. Yeah. We, we understand this. This is important for us. I pray that God will give us an ability to celebrate. Amen. If we have to belittle, if we have to diminish the achievements of others so that we could feel good, there's a challenge yeah. 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 in our lives. Amen. Celebrate with those that celebrate. Amen. Rejoice with those that rejoice. Amen. Be glad. Amen. When, when, when somebody else is doing well, we say, Lord, I thank you yeah. for my brother. Yeah. I thank you for what you're doing yeah. in the life of my sister. So we've been praying that God will open doors. We've yeah. been praying for promotion. Yeah. When we see it happen in the lives of people, we don't say, hey, why is that one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
No, no, no. We have to get to the place and say, Lord, you know. Yes. Yes. You know. You know. Amen. If that means when gifts and graces come to people, you must say, God, you know. Amen. You have to understand that you have to go and look at all of God, uh, of Jesus' selection in terms of disciples. There were many other better candidates yes, yeah. than them. And if we had to look at their, uh, at their, at their CV, they would not have qualified. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But there was something that would later on take the rough pin like, like Peter mm -hmm. and make him one of the chief apostles. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Make him the one that will be able to stand up and 3,000 people will give their hearts to the Lord out of one message. Mm -hmm. There is something about it that we, you need to understand when Jesus calls him, he's leaving his boat. He's, he's re, he, he, I mean, he's in the garden. He's cutting off Malchus's ear. He, he's, he's the first one after Jesus' death to go back fishing. You would have thought that this man, everything in him did not fit the description of someone that would be great. And yet, Jesus would say, and upon this rock I will build my church. And the gates of hell will not prevail. I want you to understand, that which does not seem right to us. We have to understand, Lord, there must be something in you. There is something that you see that we are not seeing. Help us to pull that out of that person. What you are seeing in them. This is my prayer. Every day when, when we think about the church and think about those that serve within the house of God. How can we get people involved in? How can we help people grow? What is God positioned them for? And sometimes I lean towards doing certain things. And in the beginning I don't understand it fully. But in my heart I know there's a prompting of God to do this. And I will do it, do it, do it till I see God pull out of them. What they themselves couldn't see and I couldn't yeah. see. Yeah. This is where we have to understand that those that are called by the Spirit of God are led yes. yeah. by the Spirit of God. Mm -hmm. Let's come to the place of appreciation. Yeah. And I believe that appreciation is going to bring acceleration yes. in your life. Yeah. Appreciate the gift of God in your life. Appreciate the opportunities and the doors that God has opened yeah. to you. And say, have I maximized everything that God has opened to me? I believe God has prepared you for acceleration. Amen. But many of us have determined to just get by this season. You can determine the speed. Heaven's desire is acceleration. Yes. Amen. Amen. Have you noticed sometimes when your car is going down here and your car wants to go faster? And you keep on applying brakes. And after a while, what happens? Sometimes it feels like the brakes are, are, are almost holding the car to, and it starts twitching. But it's almost as if as soon as you let up a little bit, the car wants to go again. That's what's happening. That's what acceleration is. There's a, there's a, a, a spirit of, 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 of momentum and then there's a momentum inside of you that wants to push you forward. And sometimes we are holding the brakes. Have you ever driven behind somebody that all the way that they're driving there's brake lights on? <laughs> and you're wondering, no, do you not want to move forward? <laughs> Are you fighting this car? 
Amen. You know, we talk about people riding their brakes. Right? Sometimes we are riding our brakes spiritually. Amen. Let's just bow our heads together. Father, we come to you in the name that is above every other name. Tonight we, we hold up a mirror before us. You cause us to see not just ourselves, but you cause us to see, O oh God, the potential and the grace that you are yet to unveil over our lives. So I pray over your sons and daughters, O oh God, that there will be a sense of appreciation for all that you have entrusted in our lives, all that you have blessed us. The things that we can see, the situations that we cannot see, that you you divinely intervene to protect, to cover, provide an invisible covering over our lives. So today, bless us. Bless us tonight, O God. Let us come to a place where we would have a spirit of thanksgiving in our hearts, a spirit of appreciation. May we would understand that you have greater things. I pray, O oh God, this will become a season where the plowman will overtake the reaper. In the kingdom, in our lives, we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.